welcome or welcome back to Thought Bubble. My name is Kate and this is a podcast of things that go on inside my mind. Today's episode is going to be very different from what I've done so far because I have posted two things already that are very deep and emotional to me. I thought I would try to balance that out by making something a little bit funnier and brighter. So as you can tell from the title, I will be getting into growing up Mexicans Um, things that only Mexican or Latino kids would understand. I'm not sure if I should make this into a series or a multi-parter kind of thing. I'm sure there's a lot more than what I'm getting into today, but with that being said, let's get into it. I don't actually have a specific order or anything. I just did a lot of research and watched a lot of videos on social media of like many common things that a lot of people have experienced. So, um, starting off with number one, vapuru and caldo de pollo cures everything. Though I'm not a big fan of caldo de pollo, I know that vapuru is always something that my mom used on me all the time. Anytime that I would get sick or if I would be coughing or my throat would hurt or my nose is very, very stuffy, my mom would come in with the vapuru and I would instantly get better overnight. I don't know what kind of witchcraft Mexican moms or grandmas or vapurub have on anyone that just cures you instantly. Someone should look into that, honestly, because it's, um, it's kind of suspicious. As for caldo de pollo, which is basically the Mexican version of chicken noodle soup, but uh, I think it's a bit better because I said so. <laughs> And no one can change my biased opinion, so. (laughs) Number two, the traumatizing experience all of the kids had when you ask your parents for help with your homework. Now this, I actually have a good story for. Uh, I was never very good at math when I was younger. I'm still not. I often used to ask my brother for help because he was very smart. He was a genius. He was like, he was good at everything. So thank you, big bro. Um, This one time at home, I can't remember what was going on inside the house, but I think he and my mom were trying to switch out a mattress. I'm not sure. Alex, if you're listening to this, text me later and let me know what was happening because I truly can't remember. But since he and my mom were occupied, I had to ask my dad for help. So, I mean, need I say more about that? I think that really speaks for itself. Um... He would be very frustrated with me, as any Mexican father would be, and he started raising his voice because I wasn't understanding. But he wasn't explaining anything either. My dad, he just kept asking the same question and raising his voice as if that was going to make me understand. And later on, my mom noticed that he was explaining the absolute wrong thing. He was trying to teach me how to... I think he was trying to teach me to multiply decimals, But that's how I was numbering my answers, you know what I mean? Like, um, one dot, two dot, like that's how you number your answers, that's how I did mine. So he thought I was trying to multiply decimals. Mind you, I was in elementary school, I was like in the fourth grade, but from that day on I learned my lesson, I I never asked my dad for help again, I always went straight to my brother, because he was a lot better and patient with me than my dad was. Going on to number three, la chancla, or a flip-flop or slippers. Mexican moms 
and their chakras are so powerful. I mean, honestly, where were the Avengers when they were recruiting? Because they missed a couple of great options. My favorite part is when they throw the chancla and it always finds you. Like, they have such perfect aim, it's actually pretty scary. I, <laughs> I remember one time I was just, I was in my bed, I was chilling in my bed watching TV in my room, and I was laying on my side with my back facing the door. And all of a sudden, something hard hit my ass. <laughs> and I turned around and my mom was laughing. And sure enough, I saw her chancla sitting right next to my ass. And that's another thing. Sometimes they don't need a reason just to send a flying chancla. Sometimes they just need to get a good practice in. So, but if you piss them off, ooh, vas a ver, you will be hunted. You will be hunted, so find a great hiding spot because you will get hit. Now, going into number four. No matter what kind of party it is or whatever theme it's going to be, there's always going to be alcohol. And this one never fails to make me laugh because it truly, it doesn't matter. There's always alcohol available, whether it's a baby shower, a five-year-old's birthday party or if it's even like a small gathering there's always going to be someone with beer or tequila and speaking of parties that actually leads me into number five and number five would be parties starting from evening to the very next morning i don't know how we do it but parties always start from 5 p.m and then they end at 5 a.m no joke and somehow we never get the cops called on us. And if we do, we just convince them not to write us up or anything. That That's truly a miracle. And I don't know how no one gets tired or what's in the tequila that keeps everyone awake, but everyone always stays up until sunrise. I, of course, have never liked parties, but I'm always one of those kids that just wants to go home within minutes of arriving at the party. And if my parents don't want to leave, like, when I want to, I always end up sleeping in the car until we go home. Now going into number six, the absolute hottest days of the year, Mexican moms always make caldo de pollo. I never understood this one and I even asked my mom about it because I wanted to hear her reasoning and her reasoning was it just it tastes better in the heat. It just hits different in the heat and we just laughed about it because it's it's not even the fact that they make it in the hot summer that I know would annoy anybody, but it's also the fact that it makes the house, like, it makes the inside of the house where you go in to just cool off for a little bit, it makes the house hotter. But that's probably with, like, any food that they need to use a stove for. Um, but it just But it just doesn't make sense to me or anybody that... They need to they need to pick the hottest year, like they need to pick the hottest time of the year to make this. I I don't know. I just I have no words. But anyway, let's go on to number seven, which is something that just irks me to my core. Everyone fits in one car. I hate this with everything in my body because no we don't. <laughs> 
I don't know why everyone avoids using multiple cars so everyone can fit and there's no one squeezing so tightly that you forget to breathe. But, you know, every time without fail, there's at least 20 people that can fit into one car. And it doesn't matter if it's a big car or small car. 20 people are guaranteed to fit in that one car. But it's there's no room to breathe. And we would be breathing on each other's necks. I hate it. I hate it so much that we have to use one car like it's like it's a bus or a New York subway. Number eight, smushing your head into your birthday cake. It always happens to you right after you blow your candles and everyone will start chanting mordida, mordida, which basically means that you have to take a bite. They're asking you to take a bite. That's what it means. And when you get very close to taking a bite, someone right behind you pushes your head into the cake, getting icing all over your face. And of course, when they cut the cake, they'll avoid using the part where your face was. They'll, they'll save that part just for you. For me personally, this would always ruin my night. So no matter what, I would always avoid trying to bite the cake or I would bite it very fast just so no one would do it. I would always check if there's someone behind me so so that I'm safe. And like I said, if, if there is, I'd bite it really fast or I just won't do it, period. Like, I can't. I hate it so much. Number nine, never say you're tired in front of your parents, especially your mom when you're at home. I feel like this is 100% an unspoken golden rule because once you do, you're forced to do a chore. And not that doing your chores is bad, but... When you finally get a day where you just want to relax and you just want to rest a little bit and you say you're tired, oh my god, your parents will find anything and everything for you to do because cause you're automatically labeled as lazy if you don't do anything. So yeah, just avoid. Avoid saying that you're tired. For me, I um, every time I get close to saying that I'm tired, I always act like I'm busy, like I go outside and I play with the dogs or something because I just want to have a chill day. That's all I want at the end of the day. Number 10, if you're like me, you're um, annoyed at this one too, but you have to greet everyone at a party and you also have to say goodbye at a party or if you have house guests, it doesn't matter. If there's people there, you have to greet them and you have to say goodbye. You can't just greet them like most people. You, you gotta say it to everybody, even if you don't know them. You will be introduced and you have to say hi. And does it take a lot of time? Yes. And it's so annoying because I just, I want to, I want to get out of there. You know, I already don't want to be there. So having to say hi to everybody is, is just too much for me. But the fastest, most efficient way that I say hi to everybody is just wave hi to everybody or uh, project your voice and just say, hola, como están? Or whatever. But if they ask you, you know, how are you? Or, you know, I should say, hola, como estas? Just say that you're good. Say that you're good and then get out of there immediately. Walk away as quickly as you can to avoid follow-up conversation because they will, they will have a full-on conversation with you if you don't get out of there quickly. That's just my advice for introverts like myself. So beware. Say hi. Say goodbye quickly get out of there once you say hi because you will you will start talking to everybody unless you want to know cheese then you can stay 
because I'm, I luckily got to the age where I get to learn all of the cheesement and everything starting to make sense. But other than that, get out of there. Get out of there. Number 11, almost every overdramatic kid get their personality from watching telenovelas with their parents. I am one of those kids. Hi, hello. I'm overdramatic sometimes. It's fine. Um, but it's also funny because my mom always calls me dramatic like it's not entirely her fault. <laughs> and that's when I pointed out that I was watching telenovelas with her since I was like a child. Since I was like maybe four years old, I started watching telenovelas with her. And I absolutely 100% blame La Rosa de Guadalupe a very famous telenovela because everything is just so dramatic for no reason. Somebody gets hit with like a bottle cap and they instantly drop to the floor like they're gonna be in a coma for the next five months. It's it's hilarious, honestly. Number 12, saving plastic grocery bags. If you know, you know. There's always one bag with like hundreds of other like grocery bags inside of it this is a saving grace typically because they'll be used as trash bags for your bathroom just a little life hack for you so you don't indulge in like buying little trash bags all the time just save your plastic grocery bags to use as your um your trash bags for your bathroom and my mom as of now she mostly uses it to pack guayabas that we have outside or limes that we grow outside or sometimes um i don't know what they're called they're just like these little oranges but yeah saving grace 100 percent. maybe not even mexicans or like just the people that do this but this is definitely something that people should do because it'll it'll save you trust me it'll save you a lot of time number 13 Waiting until midnight to open your Christmas presents because because waiting until sunrise is for losers. I'm sorry, but you are. And we are absolute geniuses when it comes to this rule because you're already anxious enough on Christmas Eve. So waiting until like, what, seven, eight in the morning is not a thing that we do. We are impatient people. <laughs> we have to learn patience, but it doesn't work out for all of us. We wait until midnight to open up our Christmas presents. And no, we don't get tired. We don't. We already have parties, let alone a Christmas party, that lasts until like 5 in the morning, the next morning. So, and basically because my birthday is actually on Christmas Eve, we celebrate my birthday until midnight, and then we open up our presents. Yes, even me, the birthday girl, I unfortunately don't get an exception. I have to wait until midnight Christmas Day to open up my presents as well so sad but you know when it's tradition you got to follow through with the tradition and that officially wraps up this episode sorry it's so short but thank you so much for listening to growing up mexican i actually had a lot of fun planning this episode because these are things that are so normal for us that many many people didn't know about or probably thought was weird but if anyone liked this, let me know and whether or not I should do another one because I'm probably not done with a lot of things that we're used to that other people don't know about. Uh, thank you again for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!